What's happening, weirdos? This is a wild one. And this is wet and wild and weird. Stuff happens. You know what? Stuff happens. <laughs> listen, I know I'm always teasing the second half, but I'm always like, don't don't just listen to the first half, the whole thing, because in the second half, we do something live in <laughs> studio. It's almost like a reaction video, and you don't want to miss it just for the joy of it. It was so fun. We're both glowing from it. Yeah. So if you're listening to the first half and you're not into all of our uh, healing talk or whatever, I, the first half was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was my, actually the first half was probably my favorite, but the thing that happens in the second makes the second maybe maybe a favorite too. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. The whole thing is fucking great. Just listen to it. You already are. Just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. You're already here. And Just thank- make no changes. That's right. Uh, PeteHolmes.com for tour dates. Thank you to everybody who came out to Largo. We sold it out. Adam Sandler was there. It was awesome. Wow. Neil Brennan. I always forget people. Um, 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 well, Madison Cunningham did music. Yeah. And Andrew Santino. Right. We had some people cancel. It was going to be Jacqueline Novak. It was going to be other people. But you know who filled in? Adam Sandler. So, so it, was, it was okay. It was okay. It worked out just fine. And Andrew Santino, too. He, he flew in. We had two cancels. Anyway, that's great. Largo-LA.com. You never know who will be there. We do it every month. It's always the highlight of my month. And uh, PeteHolmes.com for the tour dates. May the 4th here in LA is the Netflix is a joke fest, which means a lot of people can come to that one. All right. Um, and if you like the show, try Pete's Pick. We're going to roll those up top, and then we'll get right into it. So... Uh, Katie, roll that beautiful bean footage. You may have noticed a new Pete's pick right there on the set is our friends at Vita Coco. I love Vita Coco. I've been a fan for many years. Whenever I'm feeling sluggish or dehydrated or I just want a treat, honestly a treat without loading myself up with all the added sugars and random chemicals found in way too many beverages out there, I reach for a Vita Coco. It's real, it's natural, it's from the earth, but it's still fun. Vita Coco is the number one coconut water brand in the U.S. Get some balance in your life with healthy beverages that are actually a good time. Vita Coco comes in wonderful flavors that you saw right there on set, not just coconut, but pineapple and peach and mango, which are incredible. Coconut water has nutrients, I'm sure you know, to supercharge you and make you feel good. Helps amazingly with recovery as a post-workout drink. Vita Coco replenishes you and keeps you performing at your best and shining strong throughout the day. Vita Coco is also a wonderful mixer. Throw in some tequila, agave, a squeeze of lime, and you have an amazing cocktail that also has electrolytes and nutrients in there, which means a better feeling morning after. Or if you're like me, you can use it to make some incredible mocktails. And because of the electrolytes, coconut water can also bring you back to life the day after. So take 25% off, get some fun in your life, get some hydration, get some flavor, some natural flavor, 25% off, get Vita Coco shipped to your door by using code WEIRD20 on VitaCoco.com. Prefer to shop in-store, find a Vita Coco at most big-name grocers like uh, Walmart, drugstores like CVS, and local convenience stores and bodegas. But for 25% off and support the show, go to VitaCoco.com and use promo code WEIRD20 for 25% off. We're also brought to us by our friends at BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially when we're always growing and changing. Like before I went to therapy, I had no idea what codependency was, which is funny to think back on, how to end a relationship in a healthy way, or to set up boundaries with my family or people I worked with. But that's what therapy is all about 
deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. We're always saying on the show what a big difference talk therapy has made in my life greater than the sum of its parts. It seems like it's just chatting, but it is so much more when you do it with a licensed therapist. The more you know about yourself, the more you can easily maneuver through life with less suffering, more clarity, relationships, grief, loss, anxiety, you name it, talking about it with a professional helps. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Don't wait. It's entirely online. Design can be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo today for 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp dot com slash weirdo support your life support the show all right everybody we're so glad you're here thank you thank you thank you valerie get into it i had to look to make sure you weren't already just recording uh you playing the acoustic guitar you guys have been really nice tonight (laughs) i just the guy that never starts playing i just you know coming coming through tempe Four, four or five times a month the past 20 years. <laughs> Didn't somebody have that bit? Everybody has that bit. Is that a common bit? Where I it's think... like it's they're always tuning and doing yes. banter and never start. <laughs> this exactly... Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> no, I got I got nothing going. I'm just saying Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. 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 <laughs> Jimmy Spaghetti. Why are you never ready? <laughs> I'm sure I um, have said this before, but the like, what's happening exactly right now where you're playing a song and you're looking at me, but your eyes are glazed over and your eyebrows are like raising with each chord change. Somehow, my entire life, I've had men in my That's life you. doing that to me. <laughs> yeah. My dad, we, my brother, my is, first husband. Yeah. B- like can I, boys can I, that I've had crushes on and you. They all yeah. have an acoustic guitar and are barely listening. <laughs> can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Sorry, that's the any mention of your ex. Can I talk to you for a second? Can I talk to you? No, that is unfortunate. Well, you tell me. How's it feel? Mm, I think I just, um, I come from a musical family and I am clearly drawn to people who uh, have some musical proclivity. Well, yeah, there's that. But then it's also your, I've always wanted to go to Jamaica-ness. Did we talk about I've always wanted to go to Jamaica? I on don't the pod? know. I don't I remember. I think we did, but Val's mirroring, as it's called, which <laughs> you're, which means you're a great audience. Yes, you're a wonderful audience. Mm-hmm. And when you're with somebody, the way you love them is by kind of merging with them and agreeing, as we've covered many times. Yeah. And just real quick, I the 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 <laughs> coup de gras. I don't even know what that means. The cooter, it's crudite. The crudite, the charcuterie, <laughs> the of examples is. Um, you said uh, I'm thinking of other fun things to say. <laughs> Frank and beans um, is 
when I heard you say to a woman who was describing a part of Jamaica that she loves to go to, which is like real and and sort of run down <laughs> and like, but raw. And you were like, I've always wanted to go to Jamaica. <laughs> And that really filled a gap for me. I was like, that is you. Yeah. I you think... are. I've always wanted to go to Jamaica. I've never heard you say you want to go to Jamaica. No, I barely ever think of Jamaica. Uh, outside of Cool Runnings, I don't really think yeah, of Jamaica. Jamaica. Gotta, you love the movie Cool Runnings. Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. Is that voice okay? It's we... 2020 team. You're right, but there is something very invasive. That's why several times in my stand-up I say playing an acoustic guitar with unbreaking eye contact. Because it is stand-up comedy sort of is playing an acoustic guitar with unbreaking eye contact. Yeah. But it's, you know, there's something the intensity is similar. Yeah, and it's also like um can I play? I, it looks like I'm doing this for you, but I'm doing this for me. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Oh, barf. Uh, I've been getting a little bit cleaner in my intentions with everything. And we're not going to talk about Tony Robbins for two hours, everybody. <laughs> Fucking relax. <laughs> we'll see. I think it's still TBD. TBD. Tony B determining. <laughs> <laughs> You are a true talent. <laughs> Valerie, you deserve a guitar of your own. Thank you. You deserve. <laughs> Why don't I hold the guitar one? Yes, that's your life. This is the, the area of your life mm-hmm. that we are shepherding. Well, I'm not even shepherding. I'm observing you shepherd yourself. You are a self-shepherding yeah. woman. Uh-huh. You have been going through such a transformational time in your life. True, true. We can... Or uh, doesn't <laughs> we can even fart or be donkeys about it. <laughs> it doesn't, as the parlance of our times, we can either or meaning we can talk about it or not. Which one is talking about it? Farting? I saw that, yeah. And <laughs> was like kind of skirt it, which I'm, it, it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> what the headline is, and let's be honest, we're only reading headlines. <laughs> Am I right? On Instagram. We're going around reading headlines, acting like we're informed. Oh, my God. I've done that. I caught myself doing that again yesterday. And it's about the same thing where, like, I was scrolling Instagram and I saw... Scrolling that uh, head Like, one of the mom things that I follow had, like, a little headline that was, like, wrestling is good for... Ch- like children's neurodevelopment. Yeah. And I have said to so many people, I who read funded an, that study. Read, Men who love watching them boys in them tights. <laughs> Just being, I got it. I went to like Greek, you know, there's something oh, very Greek erotic wrestling. about wrestling and, and some oh, guy yeah. who just fucking loves it is like, you know, it's good for their brains. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. But it was like kids wrestling. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I regret bringing a sexual component into this. Sure. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, so I've told so many people, like so many other parents, I read, I read this thing about how wrestling around is good for, for the children. <laughs> was a town meeting wrestling around wrestling is good, good for the children for the children it's, for the but, children but that woman in the beginning of the movie was anti-wrestling and yes. then she's converted yeah cuz and I, the movie's called pinned nice thank you and 
because and there's no sexual connotations to it i just want to be clear that's not my only feeling about right no it's called pinned because (laughs) she also it like it are you okay (laughs) i just lost my cord i lost my cord everything's fine we're still I we're thought fine. you like got you were like choking. Shocked? No, the cord yeah. fell out of my short. Uh, no, what I was gonna Do say. It. No, what I was gonna say actually didn't make sense. So I was happy to have the interruption. <laughs> <laughs> it's better on a base. Uh, also, we did have a. I'm gonna be vague about this. There is a sort of healing clairvoyant person that. Mm is in our life for that we've seen an HCP and um, she's so right about everything, but a couple times she'll say something that I'm like, eh, I don't know, <laughs> not mm. totally. Uh, and one of those things was, it was like, I see you going to on a, this very important trip um, somewhere in Massachusetts. <laughs> and I was mm. like, Hmm, I don't see myself going there for any other reason except for that you said that I should go there. When did they say that? Like when I when I got the reading that led to this transformation that I've taken. Oh, recently. interesting. She saw it happening in Massachusetts, and I like did look up anything like any retreats or anything that could be happening in Massachusetts to be yeah. like, maybe this is supposed to take place at a retreat or something. Is, is and a then cranberry I was like, bog in the mix? Yeah. And then I was like, are we don't eating force... kettle cooked potato chips? Yeah. I'm like, don't force Massachusetts because yeah. this person told you. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that she said that maybe it might prove to be true, but she was like, you are, you know, I, she didn't know I I was a singer or anything and she was like I see you doing music does that resonate and I was like mm. yeah and she's like yeah and um I see like songs being really powerful for you in this time of mm-hmm. transformation mm-hmm. and and do you play the guitar and I was like no I play the piano mm. and she was like I think a guitar is going to is like I see, I think that's going to be really important for you and I'm like Again, I have really n- no desire to learn to play the guitar, but I'm kind of thinking I should now. Because... In Massachusetts, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. This is how you fucking play a G. <laughs> All right. Let's get a lobster roll. <laughs> Go Red Sox. You are my heart and soul. Play this now. so good. Green monster, you don't scare me. <laughs> Harvard, MIT, and Emerson, you prepare me. Wow. It's a funny place. (laughs) I'm loving this. Cobblestones, get out my face. (laughs) I was going to say line the place, but you can't rhyme place with place. I mean. Boston, you (laughs) are home. The Charles is bubbling up with dirty foam. (laughs) Does it? Because is that where the dead bodies? They lead right into the mystic lake. Killing that guy was a big mistake. Oh, (laughs) the guy who can't help but confess to a murder while he sings. (laughs) 
<laughs> I stabbed a guy who I thought was the guy who owed me 40 grand. But as I saw the innocent face I took, the knife fell from my hand. That knife is still at the Dunkin' Donuts in Revere. You can find it. It is clear. And put it in a Ziploc baggie. And I will be put in a prison with a big man with a ball sack that's saggy. <laughs> he makes me wash it. Okay. <laughs> wow. That was really impressive. It wasn't. It was really impressive. You know, it's one of the great shames of my life. And I do want to get back to your important transformation. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not sure. I think I, I don't. I don't know. No, no, we'll dabble. What I want to talk about is the effect and the and the space, the positive. Yeah. Not the heavy Chevy. Yeah, not the the loose Chevy Chase. <laughs> not the heavy Chevy. Give me that loose Chevy. Not today's yeah. Chevy. No, today's Chevy is a heavy Chevy. Uh, Isn't he? Has he oh, softened? maybe he is. I was just thinking that his skin is loose. <laughs> it is pretty loose. He's loose in that way, but it's is loose. He, is he, he looks great on a fast boat. Was he like, was he me too or anything? No, I think Chevy Chase on did that he, shots he, fired consistently has been sort of like known famously to be a, a bit of a turd of a man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Heavy. What was I? Oh, Heavy one of the great Chevy. regrets. One of the great, it's not true, but one of the, you know, something I wish people knew. So here I am telling you is that when I'm reading Leela a book at night, there's two things. When you're, when you're child can't read yeah <laughs> it's a wonderful little time because if you're reading a book and sometimes she wants to read some donald duck book from the 1950s and it's so fucking long it's so long you can skip huge sections because they're not reading along yet right and that's great and i'm that's a, a hidden talent of mine i can read that grinch the the grinch sequel book which is pretty long yeah and skip whole sections but the story is intact like i'm editing totally. on the fly yeah but the real talent that i wish and now will share that people will know is that i am very very good at rhyming stories in real time just making up a story and yes, making it rhyme you do and uh, i'm very proud of that yeah and it's really oh, fun Boston. <laughs> there's times where there have been times where leela wants both of us to lay with her at night and oh, you yeah. tell the stories and I, oftentimes I just, I'm like checked out, like yeah. I'm thinking about something else. That's hurtful. And then, <laughs> but then when I do tune in, it's so funny in a way that only I... It's for you. It's for me. There have been times... And she doesn't think it's funny. She hates when you laugh. And then I will get yeah, the giggles get and then the she giggles. gets mad, like she'll even cry yeah, she's, that I'm la that we're laughing. Because she doesn't know why Because she doesn't laughing. know why. And I, and yeah. then it makes you want to laugh more, more, because it's yep. like church laughter, yep. and that's one of my favorite family yep. times. Even yep. though I'll be like, like I can't. That there was one time in particular where I could, yeah, no, not stop laughing, and literally, it, and it feels kind of terrible. Like she's crying. I know. And <laughs> then I'm in a tense position where I'm trying to make the story not funny. Yeah. But what happens is, as I get more tired, I get worse at it. Yeah. So then the rhymes start. Like I'm falling asleep. Yeah. I'm in a dark room telling a deliberately boring story. Yeah. In rhyme, <laughs> and then like eventually, like I'm just gonna say like and learned. Yeah. Like to rhyme with learned. <laughs> yeah. And like, we just can't handle how funny learned is. Yeah. 
Like hurting our daughter's feelings is like the worst thing in the world, like making her upset. Yeah. And we literally and we can't stop. stop laughing. And then, you know, we, we pull it together. But it is it is yeah. church laughter for sure. Yeah, that's fun. But anyway, I, I am noticing that it's just a very, and I'm hoping everybody listening, uh, you know, it's my hope. It's my hope mm-hmm. that everybody's going. I, I feel like there's like an abundant thing happening. I can't tell. You know, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are, blah, blah. Yeah. Good quote. Good quote. Good <laughs> blah, quote. blah. I didn't mean to blah, blah it. Uh, most, it is quotes, a good quote. most famous quotes, the guy goes, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and they yeah. cut it. And yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. People won't country. remember what you say. They remember yeah, how you, you feel. feel. Yada, yada, yada. yada. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say that this is just like, and maybe if it's encouraging or whatever, but it's also just what's happening. Is it's just like this really alive time. Mm-hmm. And I do want to tie that to, you know, you, you've loosed, you've loosed something. I've loosed. <laughs> not, not loosed. It's like when you read an old book and they say ejaculated for like exclaimed. You've never seen that? <laughs> no. My, my good friend Dwight Slade, who I love, had a, had a great bit about how like you read Mark Twain or something and sometimes they say ejaculated. Really? Or like Tom Sawyer. And he was like, let's go over there, Tom ejaculated. And, wow. Uh, which, is, which is a real thing. I mean, I guess I, I'm sure I've come across it and I just yeah. forgot. I'm reading As a Man Thinketh because that's exactly what Pete would be doing. What is that book? As a Man Thinketh? The classic? I'm just kidding. I've been told it's a classic, so I'm who, listening to who? it. Well, it was this is what's fun. It was written in like 1901. Uh-huh. And it it's it, it I'm not trying to be uh you'll see what I mean. I don't mean any ill will by this, but it will use like the verb like that retards your mind. Like sure. stuff like that. Like so and that's like the ejaculated of the of the R <laughs> letters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have seen that. But as a man thinketh is you know, it's an interesting topic. I'm enjoying it. It's only about an hour on an audiobook, so I've probably oh, wow. read half of it. But it's one of these books that, uh, and you'll see why it's tricky for me, especially having grown up evangelical, is that it's, it's this book that's like, whatever's happening in your life, it started with a thought, which is, you know, mm. pretty simple, actually, on, on one level. Mm. But it goes really into like, the language it uses is like, if somebody is like, and it uses all this like very harsh 1901 language. If, mm. if you're unmanly and slovenly, wow, lacking pip, nary vinegar, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> it's like that is the crystallization of, a, of an unhealthy thought. Or like, so mm. what's tricky for me, obviously, is I don't want to let the lifeguard, so much of my early Christianity was just God in a lifeguard chair watching the ocean of my mind and blowing the whistle anytime uh, uh, like a loose tit. <laughs> yes. It's like half. I wouldn't even give myself both. I was too guilty. <laughs> but just like one tit floats by, <laughs> which really just looks like a, <laughs> you do the riff, I'm done. But like, you know, and he'd blow the whistle and I'd be in trouble or like an angry thought or a jealous thought or a greedy, whatever. Right. I, and I it was just... The thought police. Thought police, and was pretty shitty. And then, you know, as I wrote about in my book, one of the great things when I let go of all of my faith, you know, briefly in this period where I was like, let's just be a complete materialist, I really liked that I could just kind of think whatever I wanted. And now I'm sort of, not for, 
its own sake, but for the product of our thoughts. Meaning, mm-hmm. okay, Tony does say, Tony Robbins does say, like, what you focus on is your life. And mm-hmm. we talked about this last week. The good is always there. Or he goes, the bad is always there, but the good is also always there. Mm-hmm. And like, there is this real power. Anyway, all of this is to come back to like, you loosed this, mm-hmm. this, it was like, ever since I met you, mm-hmm. even though you're this buoyant, lovely, gregarious, I'll even say, mm-hmm. outward, shiny, like everybody that knows you would, would use the word sunshiny to describe you. So it wasn't. I'm not saying there was anything bad, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, the more we opened up to one another, I knew that you were carrying around this rather large briefcase filled with cobblestones. Oh, Boston, (laughs) you. So it was this very heavy, (laughs) dusty, shitty bag. Yes. And you had gotten really good at at carrying it. And what the bag is without going into, it was a secret. It was a secret shame. Mm -hmm. And here's the secret shame. And I thought I had secret shame, but yours was yours was a big old my my secret shame might have been like a travel briefcase, like something you slide under the seat mm-hmm. in front of you on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yours was a care it was a check. Yeah, you gotta check that bag. Yeah. And they charge you extra. Right. And it was like someone else's shame. I oh yeah, you inherited it. Yeah. Yeah. You read the tag and you're like, This isn't yours. But yeah. you had been carrying it. Mm-hmm. And we don't <coughs> what did I drink milk before this? I just got so <laughs> Alan Rickmond. <laughs> that is not Mr. Potter. It's too much. It's Alan Rickman with the flu. It's Alan Rickman and uh The Shape of Water guy. <laughs> no, do you guys want to say bonjour? Do you guys want to say bonjour? Is my, my What's his name? I can't... Andre the Giant. Yeah. Mr. the Giant. <laughs> Did anyone ever call him Mr. the Giant? <laughs> I'm the, the Giant. I, my impact, right away, Mr. The, the Giant. Right away, Mr. Oh, he checks into a hotel and the TV says, welcome, Mr. the Giant. <laughs> that's, that's a fun little Easter egg. Uh, I thought you were reaching to write that down. I was like, huh. Okay. No, I was keeping the, the computer from going to sleep. Uh, really, the only audience we have here is the laptop. And when it starts going to sleep, I'm like, we got we to gotta step it up. Jiggle the mouse a little bit. Yeah. Keep it real. Anyway, so you are already living a lot of your potential. You've done a lot of brave things. You've Thank you've you. reshaped your own life many times mm-hmm. of your own volish and it's been delish. <laughs> and then like in the past couple of weeks, you were like, I'm gonna throw this bag of cobblestones into the into a lake. Not even a lake, <laughs> like a rushing river. So it goes far, far away. Make yeah. me a bird so I can fly. <laughs> Far, far away, as Forrest Gump said. Like it's a little annoying that I don't say it was Jenny, but we we just we don't correct it, so everyone listening is a little upset. This is Tony Robbins. Like, d- make them angry. Oh my god! As Forrest Gump's mom said, "Make me a bird," and everyone's like, "Oh!" So it's been a delight, and I think I'm also. You know, one of the things I'm always very interested in is why do we go through these periods of abundance? Mm. And like, and suddenly will is there. Mm-hmm. And I think some of it has to do with you. Like psychology, therapy, healing, sharing, mm. the sharing of a burden in your, like getting a team together. Let's get mm-hmm. people involved to carry this. Very, We've been talking a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah. Let me help you carry the load, yeah. Mr. Frodo. Yeah. I can't carry it for you, 
but I can carry you. Oh, jeez, I'm gonna cry. Up in the cave. I've just cry. been watching clips of that. Why don't last we watch one. it? All I want to do is watch it. I just feel like I've seen the first one a thousand no, you, times. No, we skip to Return of the King. Okay, this is the great life hack. Mm, okay, We're all it's a very discernible mood that everyone in our rough age, yeah, has, which is I kind of want to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and then you do the same mistake. Listen, guys, I'm gonna lay it out. You all make the same mistake. You go to the Fellowship of the Ring, uh-huh. and you're there, and right around my axe you're turning it off because you've seen it it's already done you've seen it you don't need to see it you need to go to return of the king stuff happens in return of the king that i don't even remember the last one right yeah Yeah, because two and and two towers i remember just feeling like isn't that the one where there's a really long battle scene with like the ints yes and stuff i think two towers is the dark knight I don't mm. mean the Dark Knight, the Batman movie. I mean, it's the Dark Knight of the Soul. It's like the low point. Right. Everything's it's kind of going to shit. Very, very Gollum-y. And, and Return of yeah. the King is Easter. Yeah. It's like everything's right. good and it's very gollum okay. I'm really happy. So we to should watch it. Watch that. Yeah. And we need to finish Collateral. But anywho's a little That's right. We did watch half of Collateral and I do love it. Yeah. And you're going to love it. Me. You haven't even yeah. gotten, well, you got to the part where Jamie Foxx does sort of stand up to Cruz, and I bet you're, mm-hmm. I bet you're tingling. Tingling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say down there. <laughs> okay. Nobody said you did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel um, somebody's, oh, our friend Chris, which I don't even know if this is true. I don't think it is true, mm. but I thought it was kind of cute where I, I, after I dropped off this bag of cobblestones, uh, I was I f- sent you the clip where Frodo, yeah, like right after he's dropped off the ring and they end up on the rock with the lava and he's, they dropped the ring into Mordor. They did it, yeah, but they still have to go home. Yeah, and he's like, I, I, it's done, it's gone, it's over, you know, whatever, and like looks euphoric, but is like half dead yeah and also still on the slopes of mount doom right and and is and does think that he's gonna die because he doesn't know that uh gandalf with the eagles is coming to pick him up is that what they do those eagles man they come in a lot i know deus ex machina oh yeah i I always pretend to know what that means (laughs) what does it mean it's the god machine and it's a literary device where when the hero is in an in like a absolutely unsalvageable scenario the god machine and it i think it used to be like a play feature where they literally would have some sort of like machine come and take him out of that situation Mm. and then the next scene would be like he's fine Hmm. um see i did I was an English major, but I don't know what the man thinketh is. <laughs> so, as a man thinketh, as a man thinketh, I don't think that's taught. That's more. It's more of a new agey classic. Oh, okay. It's like the precursor to manifesting. It's like, ah, but, but it is. There is. I, sorry, are you gonna? You, you brought it up, and now I'm gonna talk about it. What What were you talking about? Uh, so I was saying that I still felt like Frodo right after he dropped it off where it's not like he's just like fine now. So I don't yet, I haven't fully tapped into the like, I'm free abundance. I have waves of it, but I'm still like, this is what I want you to share is like, you know, we we talk about it all the time. It's like spaciousness and freedom and light and Mm -hmm. air, like letting the air and letting the light in on our issues Mm -hmm. and finding safe places 
to let that stuff out and have people carry the load and love you. Mm-hmm. Therapy is one of them, but family and friends and all that sort of stuff yeah. is so complicated. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, someone we know sort of famously was like, I'd go to therapy, but I don't want to open that can of worms. And then when I was really into Alan de Botton yeah. uh, for a week, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still reading his book. I enjoy it. Uh, but his book, he has like 30 books, but his new book. But anyway, he really makes the point that it's like your childhood Mm -hmm. and that can of worms, as you call it, Mm -hmm. is so much more in charge of your life than you've ever even considered. Totally. And this idea that like therapy is a luxury or that like you can get by, that's just another person carrying another briefcase filled with cobblestones. Mm -hmm. And like you just get like an injury. Mm -hmm. You just get used to it. Like, I remember when I had my psychosomatic pain in my nuts. (laughs) Okay, why did you have to say nuts like that? This is a comedy podcast. I got, like, (laughs) iTunes sends me cease and desists. (laughs) They're like, there aren't enough bits. You're going to be moved to self-help. And I was like, hold on, I'll I'll say nuts. And they're like, all right, we'll see. (laughs) So to keep us in the comedy podcast, I'll talk about the psychosomatic pain in my nuts, which is when I wasn't processing. For those of you, I haven't talked about this in years, but my, my first wife left me. And I didn't deal with it. I never got angry. I barely got sad. I just sort of like, I remember my dad was like, just lose yourself in your work was his advice to me. Great advice. Famously works. (laughs) Hilarious. And, you know, that was well-meaning advice. That's certainly what my dad would do. And it's what I did. And then my nuts, my ball, my testes, my testes. (laughs) No. My my Honda Testus started hurting. <laughs> the new Honda Testus, a two seater with plenty of fluid inside. Oh, oh no! no. I, it, the whole car is an airbag. <laughs> you can't be hurt, but yeah. it's also everything hurts. Yeah, everything hurts. Uh, it's a terrible design. <laughs> I got this pain, and it didn't go away until I dealt with it was a gift actually Mm -hmm. but I remember when I went to a doctor about it they were like you want to take care of this like whatever it's going to take you need to do it if it's therapy if it's physical but do it because there's a real risk that you'll just get used to this pain yeah and then you'll just have it that's right which sort of sounds like well then I don't have it do I and it's like motherfucker you do have it Mm -hmm. it is there so pain or burdens that you're used to are still there, Mm -hmm. but that is only evident after you heal those pains or put down those burdens. And then you go, oh my God, I was being boiled in chicken fat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the healer who sort of got this ball rolling again did say like, you've been carrying this anvil most of your life. Mm. And so just like, imagine what you can do once you cut this loose. And then the reverberations mm-hmm. for the people around you. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm saying. I think like Leela and and me, certainly, we're all just sort of, we've all been sort of co-liberated potentially mm-hmm. um, by this, this thing. So like the ripples and then like the people that are in the circle with you and how they're being transformed. Yeah. And I, the reason I want to bring this up isn't to tell secrets. It's to say that like, our lives matter. Yeah. And like what we do matters. Yeah. And there's a choice in not making a choice. Right. And I know we talk about that all the time, but like I'll just keep on carrying this burden mm-hmm. is 
as much of an imposition as maybe sharing the it more. That's right. what we're learning. Right. It's more. Yeah. And but but the familiar big imposition is better than the scary new maybe less and maybe not even an imposition. Maybe it's freedom. Yeah, and I do feel like we're maybe the first generation where maybe, I'm not sure. I know there was like New Yorkers in the 70s going to psychotherapists and stuff, but it feels like it feels like we're a lot a lot of us are first generation people who are like our inner world matters more than our outer world. Yeah. Because I think that's what it was and why a lot of our parents generation don't go to therapy because how things look in the outer world was, was, has way more value than yeah. your inner world. And how therapy looked was weak. you're insane, you're weak, you're yeah. whatever. And so, and it also was like, well, if as long as I'm like, I have a job and I have a family and like my family seems happy, that's enough like we don't have to pull at the threads because it does risk the external you know outcome to really dive in and i just feel always really lucky that i live in this time when we know as much as we do about trauma and the body and therapy is not like a taboo thing anymore and um and that we do place value in cleaning up our inner lives you know so um yeah so that kind of because that kind of concept of being like you're holding the secret and it is it is affecting every aspect of your life i think like you know people in our parents generation like don't necessarily believe that they don't necessarily believe that the truth will set you free every time they're like but sometimes you you can't tell your you know, grandma right. that you drink wine. <laughs> right. Just like, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess the, right. for the external that only yeah. validates that, but is this how you want to live? You know? Yeah. So, um, yes, there's things outcomes from this that I am getting waves of, but still sort of, I'm in the thick of, I'm on the rock with the lava still. And like, I'm looking forward to being back in the Shire. Yeah. Being on that bed in that really super gay scene. <laughs> Hobbit erotic. Hobbit erotic. Eroticism. Yeah. Jumping in the golden light with yeah. my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's good for your brain. That was a weird callback. The, re- <laughs> the wrestling thing. It is how it's, I'm saying that's oh, kind of erotic. Oh, good for your neurodevelopment. Did I ever tell you that Richard Rohr once explained to me that homoerotic doesn't mean homosexual? It's just like, it's like this other thing. I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I would believe that because he's so good at like brotherhood yeah. and masculine connection. Yeah. And it probably is some sort of Greek thing for like, yeah. it's men... Men you know, loving men and intimacy. Connecting. It's male, male intimacy. intimacy. It's something yeah. like that. But the yeah. word erotic throws us off. So it's like they want to do it. And, right. and he was like, no. Huh. <laughs> no God, no. I'm in such a richy phase. It's I so, love, not even phase. I love I'm it. just back. We talked about that. Well, let's let's go to the, the middies here and, and mm-hmm. we'll I have a midi. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> a midi? <laughs> it seems like it should be like a like a semi. Like a but like a Yeah. You know what I mean? I got a semi. A midi, a, a midi. semi. <laughs> I have a semi. 
Let's just say my ding is so big, I don't get semis, I get semi. Like semi trucks, I'm trying. I don't get semis, I get semi. Yeah, I, I don't, don't get se- but no one says semis. Do they? I've always like half half mast. I'm at half mast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I I I yeah. Owners are weird. Yeah. Did we talk about the Apple Vision Pro yet? <laughs> just sitting there staring at us. Just sitting there going like, no, "Do you regret didn't. buying me?" Look well, at that packaging. <laughs> I know it's really hard to be subtle when you're carrying around. What is that? A giant cert? It's like a puffy jacket for it is it, for a it's a Montclair jacket <laughs> yeah. for a piece of technology. I do want to talk a little bit about the Apple Vision Pro. Uh, who cares? That's what we'll talk about when we get back. <laughs> oh, and thanks for supporting the show. Here we go. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Living Libations for years. Our household has been a living libations household. What does that mean? We got rid of all of the random chemical nightmares in our skin care, in our body care, mouth care, wash, whatever you need. If you're putting on moisturizer, if you're putting on deodorant, if you're putting on anything for your body, look at those ingredients and ask yourself, do I feel good about any of this? Baby care, sunblock, Well, enter Living Libations. They are here to help. We're talking about incredibly high-end, effective, badass products that work incredibly well and have natural ingredients that you can read and pronounce and feel good about. Because be honest, what you put on your body ends up in your body. So if you're careful about what you eat, I try to be careful about what I eat. Now we are also careful about what we put on our body because it ends up in our body. We use their uh, best skin ever moisturizer every single day. In fact, I just put it on. Uh, We use their baby products. We use their Love the Sun sunblock, which is an actually natural sunblock. Living Libations is a great way to support the show. You don't have to get something big. They have little things. They have big things. But if you want to take one product and replace it slowly in your medicine cabinet, better your life, and support the show, Living Libations has got you covered. Stop getting the random blue goose that they sell at 7-Eleven. You shouldn't be shaving with that. Get their Zen Shave Cream. I love their Zen Shave Cream. Okay, 15% off. Go to livinglibations.com slash weird. That's 15% off at livinglibations.com slash weird. We're also brought to us by our friends at First Person. I'm super excited to tell you about Golden Hour. It is a blend of organic mushrooms as well as a highly curated blend of nutraceuticals that boosts your oxytocin. Golden Hour is a lifesaver. It is absolutely a must-have for both me and Val. Val just went through a tough weekend. She brought a ton of Golden Hour with her, and she said it carried her through. You take it within about 15 minutes. You just feel a sense of joy, connection, and relaxed presence. I noticed the difference the first time I took it, and the effect has built over time. I stack all three of the first-person supplements. Uh, Golden Hour is my favorite. My second favorite is Sunbeam, which supports the body's natural production of dopamine. So Golden Hour boosts oxytocin, that feel-good hormone. Dopamine is the motivating hormone. So we're getting that into our body to get work done. If I'm sitting down to rip through some emails, I take some Sunbeam for 15 minutes beforehand. And every night before bed, I take Moonlight, which helps me sleep 
by activating uh, the GABA neurotransmitter to relax the central nervous system. Check out their website. It's grain-free. It's organic. It's nutraceuticals. It is a game changer. Start supporting your brain health and your cognition with First Person. Get 20% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code WEIRD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. The only thing that I think is interesting about the Apple Vision Pro. Well, there's two things. Well, there's like nine things. One, <laughs> I bought an Apple Vision Pro. What is this, a poem? Uh-huh. <laughs> when I was in Winnipeg. Yeah. And I, you were there. But something about like the third time you guys visited or this, you came twice? Yeah. The second time. It, like even that wasn't working. I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Like I really was just not... I realized that like I wasn't getting to perform enough in the movie, like such a small part that I wasn't even getting the juice of like, I'm performing. Yeah. Like when I Tony Robbins, like, why do I want to act? It's because I love performing and delighting mm-hmm. and sharing. And I was like, I'm barely, I'm not barely, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I'm not a huge part of this movie, just quite literally. Mm-hmm. So my days weren't exactly like getting big laughs or nailing scenes or making choices or connecting with my scene partners. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of kind of like, and I'm there too, you know? Like, right. So I was getting... I wasn't being fed as much as I would like to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting very depressed. And I think that's important. Even though you guys were there and that was helping so much, what you're, what I'm doing is like I'm in a dopamine-seeking place. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in such a high state the past couple weeks now, which has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Getting up at 5.30 and fucking rocking it. <laughs> fucking rocking it. Like I could give a commencement speech right now. I'm so... <laughs> jazzed and jacked and plugged in my life because all the all the levels are right and I know my whys and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, I didn't know any of my whys. I'm just in Winnipeg and like I was smoking a lot of pot at night. I'm just fucking, when you weren't there, it was just co- like five hours of television on some day, like one of the days. It was fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And in that place, I, like a flash, it was like somebody had sent me a text into my brain, mm-hmm. like, Tim Cook buy an Apple Vision Pro. It was the weirdest impulse. Yeah, it was probably some kind of great marketing thing. Well, I had been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people talking about the Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> okay, so mystery solved. <laughs> yeah, I'm so silly. <laughs> Just out of nowhere, I wanted to buy one. Yeah, but that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> this is why I love talking, man. This is why talking helps. <laughs> I was watching a lot of videos about people reviewing the Apple Vision Pro, sort of foolishly thinking, this isn't an ad for the Apple Vision Pro. I'm just (laughs) watching a guy talk about the Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. Because I like technology Mm -hmm. and I was interested. It was interesting. Yeah. Then like a flash, literally like a, like it was like somebody showed up at the door, Mm -hmm. like Love Actually, but the sign said, go buy an Apple. He only had one card. It said, go buy an Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> the next card said, I love you exactly the way you are. So that was Aww. nice. And then I went up because I wanted the the hit, the dopamine, <laughs> the dopamine hit <laughs> of an indulgence or like yeah, something. Totally. It was retail therapy. I've been it there, was retail sister. Retail therapy. I know. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed talking about this, to be honest. Uh, but I was in a bad way. Yeah, you you were spi- <clears throat> uh, too. Okay, so I think we have painted this picture, but just to 
quickly in your defense say that the circumstances were for like three weeks in December and then again three weeks in January, you were in a Winnipeg winter, which is his- historically yeah, famously bad, dark and cold. The the sun comes out for like 20 minutes once a week. Yeah, no sun. And it's no like, exercise. I wasn't doing it's like anything. negative 10 degrees outside. And and then and yep and you're you're not even working every day, but then the days that you do work, you're just going in to like sit and be basically an extra. Yeah, and you're away from your family and you're alone. So it's by the way, anyone a, if anyone that made the movie listens to this, thank you for the opportunity. I am grateful, <laughs> and that's just that was my it experience. It had a lot to do. I just stopped sort of taking care of myself. I didn't have the will to take care of myself. Yeah. Because what's weird about being on a film set or being on a job is you don't know. Your call time can move. So you might have a day off and then in the middle of it, they're like, actually, can you come in? So it's really hard or it was hard for me to be like, I'll take this day to write. First of all, I had no juice. Yeah. I had no drive. inspired by anything. And then every once in a while, they'd be like, actually, we do need you. And now you're going in. So you don't even really have control. So you feel on call like in that way. And that was unsettling. So, yeah. yeah. So you were in a, in a very understandably, like in that sort of depression where you're just looking for dopamine wherever you can find it. And I knew I was Mm -hmm. the greatest irony was I was watching YouTube videos on dopamine fasting (laughs) while I did the opposite. Like I was like, when this is done, I'll do this, Oh yeah. which is just a, it's giving me dopamine watching a video about dopamine fasting. Right. It's like eating a meal called the benefits of fasting. Like it was completely stupid. Right. Eating a meal. Eating a meal called, (laughs) this one's called the benefits of fasting. What? Well, you know what I think is interesting to step out about this because for solidarity for anyone listening, and I've just been in places like this before and I know people can relate, is like that type of paralysis Mm -hmm. is self-perpetuating. Yes. So you have a day off. And you're, but you're feeling understimulated. You're not growing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new. You're not being challenged. You're not being loved. You're not connecting. None of your needs are being met. Right. And then you have a day off. And the irony is that sadness creates more sadness because it, it requires a snap out of it or like a, God damn it, I won't take this anymore. Right. Sign a mo- sort of moment. And then that's when I watched. Tony Robbins on Theo Vaughn's podcast, which if I was closer with Theo, I would thank him for that. Mm. But like it, that was the moment when I was like, God damn it, I'm, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was over. Mm-hmm. I was like, and it's, I'm off. I'm pouring all into this and it fucking worked. I'm like, yeah. I really have to watch it when I talk to people because I'm like a, like on fire for the Lord, but the Lord is a giant man. <laughs> named tony (laughs) but anyway i'm like i'm like a newly converted weirdo so i'm trying to watch it but anyway before that happened and i'm in this funk i order it and it it worked for what 15 seconds i like i felt kind of like something good is coming my way Uh uh-huh you know yep then i picked it up at the store i wouldn't say i regretted it and i i won't even say i regret it i do feel silly because it's so expensive mm-hmm. and then i you know i've tried it and the first day i tried it i put it on and i i it was very cool i was like if this uh, it's one of those obvious thoughts if this came out in 1991 the whole world would have just <laughs> yeah erupted it would have been over right but because the world's already so magical this magical thing comes out but you, you have to wear it and like i don't know yeah so it's not really catching on by storm 
But I put it on and I do the dinosaur thing mm. where you're wearing it. And the first thing that happens when you put it on is it recreates your reality, which is very trippy. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at a camera, but it's showing you right by your eyeballs, the camera looking out. So you just see what you're seeing right now. Mm. So it's like putting on a clear visor, yeah. but it's a little bit digital. You can barely tell. It's a You can sort of tell. It's a little bit like a dream, which is already, I'm kind of like, this is cool. Yeah. Gives me a very warm, blissful feeling. Hmm. Every time I've used it, when I take it off, I haven't heard anyone talk about this. I feel a strange euphoria. Yeah. I, I can't really explain it. And you open up the dinosaur app, you know, you're pinching your fingers and you're using your eyeballs and that's all fun. I had to calibrate it twice to get it to work perfectly, but now it's working. But isn't... isn't Sorry, I'm talking about calibration. <laughs> there's a there's a process. Go ahead. Before that happens, your first experience of it, you came out. No, this is this is what I'm telling. Okay. So the, the subsequent ones, second, third, I got euphoric. The yeah. first one I did, I knew you, I didn't do the dinosaur. I did, the first thing I did was the Alicia Keys experience. <laughs> I can't believe I that was the first thing you did. Well, I'd watched <laughs> a lot of reviews and they were like, the Alicia Keys thing is incredible. <laughs> and look, no disrespect. I'm not really a, an Alicia Keys fan. I've but that's literally the only never one. heard you mention Alicia Keys. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I love Alicia Keys, but. I mean, I think people love Alicia Keys. So I'm just like, this is an experience. And I go into the Alicia Keys experience and it does. It just creates a world. You can, you know, you can look all around. It's somehow captured in three dimensions and you're in a recording studio and there's Alicia Keys and then she sings the No One song. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's called the No One song. The No yeah. One song. And you're right next to her and she's there. And the first thing, look, if you're anything like me, you're like, I can just look at her butt if I want to. Like, she doesn't know I'm here. (laughs) She doesn't know. I'm here, but I'm not here. So, like, it took a moment because it feels so much like she's there. So you're like, don't look at her butt. But then you're like, wait. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not to objectify but i it was one of those moments i did oh I did. not to no, object- it, it makes it okay if i say that what i'm saying is you realize you can look anywhere you're not really there it's not real yes i know i know i'm, I'm being funny but that was something that occurred to me i was like nobody cares what i'm doing yeah. or where i'm looking i'm watching the bass player i'm watching i'm not just looking at, i looked at her about a little bit now i feel all the shame <laughs> Fine, I fine. glanced because I realized it was a movie. Yeah. And when you're watching, Val, if you're watching a movie, you're checking out butts. Sure. Because it's a fucking movie. Of course. And it's safe and it's fair. Yes. Okay, that's me defending my peekaboo of Alicia Keys' butt. <laughs> Brief. Oh, all this shame is coming up for it's me. It's really, I'm sorry I made no, you no, feel no, shame. No, no, It's funny. This I, is good radio. I think you are absolutely in good company. I'm just sure everybody peek-a-boo. is doing little this. Little peekaboo. I'm sure everybody's doing that. But so just, then there's, so she's singing no one and she's singing it to no one. She's just sort of singing it out in front of her. <laughs> and you're, you're basically standing to her right. You're like a couple feet away. Mm-hmm. It cuts. There's moments like you'll jump rather strangely. You'll just suddenly be next to the background singer. It's like a cut in a movie. Oh, now you're wow. in a different part of the studio. Huh. And now I'm watching the keyboard player really struck with how much of that song is keyboards. You know, yeah. like, like the bass is real. Everything else is keyboard. And then you cut back to Alicia. <laughs> now I know her because I've been in a virtual room with her. <laughs> and then she turns to you and she starts singing, looking 
into your eyes. Wow. And I got the chills. Like I got like a real, like what? It felt not bad invasive, but it felt invasive. Yeah. Like you were, this is kind of full circle. It was a little bit like me playing the guitar. She's singing directly to you. The sound is spatial. Mm -hmm. So like if you move your head, the sound moves. So it's coming from her. She's looking at you. She's singing and it's fucking crazy. Wow. So yeah, that sounds like a good commercial for the Apple Vision Pro. But but then I take the the mask off or whatever you fucking call it. And I go out and I'm having, you know, a third degree, <laughs> not a fifth degree, goes up to five, mm-hmm. but a third degree existential crisis. Yeah. And again, I, nobody is talking about this. I've, I've seen people talking about the Apple Vision Pro making us less connected. Is this the future? Are me, you, and Leela going to be sitting on the couch and we're all wearing different VR glasses or whatever? Like we're going to, nothing is, Yeah, it's all just your world now because fucking look, it'll just dance for you and mm-hmm. you'll just be in there alone like Black Mirror and we die. I've seen that. What I haven't seen is you take it off and you're in this reality and it looks like the reality you were looking at in the in the vision pro you really get this visceral experience mm. of your life what you call reality is like the camera of your eyes mm. looking out and feeding so you got you had a fake experience right. that was real then you come into a real experience and you go is it fake right you yes. can't you can't it, it was really I'm all crossed up <laughs> i was all crossed for hours we went to taekwondo with leela and i was sitting there going like you know it's very lava lamp freshman year stoner conversation but i was like how do i know this is real i was just so fooled i hate it into alicia keys Mm -hmm. and the butt peekaboo and now i'm a taekwondo and i'm like this is exact this is so similar Mm. people even complain that vision pro doesn't have a wide enough field of view because it has this darkness around it. And I'm like, so do we, bitch. Yeah. Look at your reality right now. There is a dark, there's a darkness around what you can see. Yeah. And so, so too, Brandon's for me now. (laughs) Yeah. So too with the Apple Vision Pro, there's an end to the field of view, just like out of your fucking head. It's fucking nuts. So I was like, I don't know if, first of all, I was like, jokingly, I forbid you to ever use it. Yeah. Because you already have like, you don't like simulation theory stuff. It freaks you out. Yeah. I was like, I'll never show this to Leela. This is going to be like a weird, I'm going to keep it in a gun safe. <laughs> and then like, was that too dark? I just meant like a safe. I'm going to yeah, keep it in a I safe. Yeah, I know what you meant. And then like. It's like your weird dad hobby. My weird dad hobby. Yeah. And then I don't want you to use it. But then the second day, curiosity, I put it back on. I did the dinosaur thing. Mm. And the dinosaur, I would want you to do. Alicia Keys was too fucking freaky deaky for me. It's a person. It's like, a, yeah. You're in right. a room. Right. Strangely enough, this wasn't that weird. You put it on, a letterbox window appears in the space in your room, like a like a window mm-hmm. the size of a movie screen appears, and it's just like a prehistoric landscape. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happens is a butterfly flies out, lands on your finger. You can put your finger out, it lands on it. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then a dinosaur comes out and you really are quite nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, I, please don't scare me. Yeah. But you know, you could be scared. Like, it's not cute. You're like this. Fuck, fuck you, Apple. Yeah. But he just comes in your face and he, it just he, comes, he comes in your face. <laughs> but, he, but he just he comes ejaculated. in your face. The dinosaur comes in your face. <laughs> and like, I'm going to be real. That was 
A surprise. And, and this is the one I want you to do, Val. You're gonna love it. Tyrannosaurus sex. Oh is my what it's god, called. that's very funny. Yeah, I'm very quick. <clears throat> but anyway, he he gets right in your face and like <laughs> like just breathes, like sniffs you. Wow. And I I'm not trying to sell these to anybody. I I like here's my conclusion. You do not have to get one. But he's he's doing that in my face, jizzing all over my face. <laughs> and I got I was giggling. Wow. I was giggling like a little kid. And then I took it off and I felt this intense euphoria. So the wow. the the existential dread had been like my brain. The only way I can describe it is you know when you buy a new TV, I know you do. Remember when we bought that new TV? Mm-hmm. And it's it's too the frame rate is too good. Yeah. The resolution is too high. And you're watching and you're like, why does this look like I'm watching a Nickelodeon, like a flip book? Mm. And it's because your brain doesn't know what the fuck it's looking at. Yeah. But then like the next day you watch it and your brain does know what it's it looking adjusts. at. And it starts yeah. filling in the gaps and making it a seamless experience. That's what we're doing with reality. That's what we're doing with TV. And that's what it did with the Apple Vision wow. Pro. Was it was like, oh, we kind of, this is that Alicia thing, Alicia Keys, look at my butt app. Mm. And then it was like, okay. And then I still haven't used it very much. It's very hard as a father and somebody who's trying to write nine things at the same time to ever use it. Right. But I am going to be a guy on an airplane watching uh fucking collateral <laughs> on a, on a very, that is cool on a, on a big screen. Rory just posted such a funny, a uh, really funny video of him at a restaurant with it on. And it's shot like somebody is, he doesn't know is filming him. Like, yeah. like, look at this fucking guy. And it's, and it's just him sitting at a table in a restaurant that at an empty table, just like pretending to eat. Is he, what do you mean? Is that the joke? That's the joke. Like you could just The pretending go, to eat thing isn't part of the joke? No, the pretending to eat is the joke. It's that he's like came to a restaurant to have like an eating experience in the Apple Vision Pro. Oh, so it's like he's virtually eating. He's virtually eating, but I there's see. nothing on the table, but he's in a restaurant. Oh, that's very funny. That's very funny. Yeah. I didn't know that I'm not going to step out why I was confused. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of comedy to be to be had, but for our purposes and in, in a very you made it weird way, it was sort of strange. Now I want mm-hmm. you to do it. I know I almost did think I should, but if we think it's going to make me feel like this is also a virtual reality, I just can't. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you're going to fucking love it. I'm really nervous, actually. Don't I look like a goof? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Oh, oh my Let me God. enter the passcode real quick. No. How does it know about your fingers? It has cameras pointing everywhere, which means if you're going to masturbate in it, you have to wear a tarp. Is that true? I mean, like, you would have to cover it, right? Yeah. This is really... Whoa, it looks really weird. I can see your eyes. Will you go over here? Yeah. So give you the quickest thing. You look at what you want to do, and then you and then this is click. Whoa. So my hands. Okay. So you look at it, and then you click it. Okay. And then to go between screens, you do that. You pinch and move it. Okay. Because you're going to have to do that. How, why, I, I'm going to have to do that in the dinosaur experience? Yeah, because it's on the side. It's like an iPad. There's apps right over here. Uh huh. And then you're going to go like that. 
and move it. But why don't you pick, just like get it started for me and then I'll put it on. Because I'm going to give it to you and it's going to start you at the home screen. Okay. <laughs> Your eyes look crazy through well, this. Well, that's because it's all messed up. Do they look anything like normal? I mean, they look, it looks I, like my a... My avatar is all messed up. It looks like a video of your eyes. Yeah, that's what it is. Where's that thing here? What? Oh, it's already making me feel weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God, this is so dumb. I know. Here, I'm going to take these down so you have more room. I like that, although I can tell that it's a camera. That's so weird. Isn't it makes weird? me feel better, though, that it's... Like I can see still. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Are you just looking at the room now? Um, there's like a menu. You thing mean like the iPad screen? Yeah. Okay. Let's get rid of that. Did that go away? Yep. Okay. Look over here. Now it's your contacts. <laughs> okay. Get rid of that. So I'm calling you your mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> are you on the Are you on the app screen? Yes. Okay. So pinch at the bottom and swipe to the right like okay. an iPad screen. Okay. Bye. I'm oh my move god. Away. I'm gonna move out of the way. Oh my god. I'm so is it scared. Over there. It isn't open yet. Oh, it. Yeah, it's like right there. Yeah, that's what you want. Oh my god, an Apple original. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Feel free to explore, but stay aware of your surroundings. I'm just reading it all out loud. You can. What? The creatures in this experience can see you and may react to you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, start. <laughs> I'm so scared. <gasps> I see the butterfly. Yeah, put your finger out. Put your finger out. <laughs> you love it. You love it. Oh my god, it's go Oh, it passed me. Oh, it's coming back. Oh, it passed me. <laughs> no, it, it eventually lands on your finger. I just have to... Whoa! Now you can move it toward, towards you. Move what towards you? My oh, hand. It's like on a lava rock right now. But I can still see this chair. You're talking really loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I... Whoa, there's a baby dinosaur. Should I, can I bring it closer to it so I only see the screen? Because I can still see this chair and no, like the he's, guitar. He's going to come in the room. What? It's not a movie. He's going to come in the room. <laughs> Valerie, he's going to come in the room. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh my God, I hear something big. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the room is part of it. <laughs> it's so. Uh, Oh my god, he's looking right at me! Oh my god! Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the room! He's in the room! Oh, don't get mad! Oh my god, his head's right by the light! <laughs> going 
Oh my god, they're talking their raptor talk. Oh, yeah, he told him about me. He told him about me. <laughs> they're fighting. Oh, oh, shh, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> no, they see me. Oh god, they're fighting over me. <laughs> They both want to eat me. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. Bye. <laughs> that you can take it off. is crazy. You could take it off now. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Oh my god. That is so Are you crazy. Dracula dead and loving it? I do love it. I I, I think I love it. <laughs> How do you feel right now? Do you feel the euphoria? I mean, Any like face kind of, I don't know. I get like a warm magic feeling from it. Huh. I don't know. I, don't let me push my experience on you. How do you feel? I mean, I felt like that was really fun and exciting. It is weird to like have the camera view of this reality yes. and then to take it off and be like, that's the tree I was looking at. But that's exactly what I was saying. And the resolution is so high that you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I thought that was what I was looking at. But I guess that's like looking at it through your phone camera. Yeah, you know, but it's different. Isn't it, it is different. It's weird. Um, you can f you can trick our brains. I know. That is so cool. And that's the whole thing is like, is our brain truck? But like, let's not go there. I'm no, glad you no. enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was really funny. Your laughing cool. was so great. <laughs> it was really thrilling. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so simple too. It's just like a dinosaur comes out. It sniffs you. Another one comes. They kind of have an altercation, but you're just like, "Oh my god!" Well, it steps out of the screen. Yes, like there's a screen. Yeah, and you were like, "Should I make the screen bigger?" And I was like, "No, he's." <laughs> that was a weird moment for you. I was like, "No, he's coming." Yeah, he's coming He'll in the be room. Here, <laughs> like it knows you're in a room, and that's yeah. just the window to the past. It is really fun because. It's like that feeling that you get from like a roller coaster or like a Disneyland, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of experience, like a 3D or like a Soren. It is like a Soren, you know, but you get to do it in your office on a podcast. <laughs> so fun. I'm glad we did that. I'll never forget that. I don't think anyone will forget that. You were so joyful. It was really fun. I'm glad. It was Freaky. <laughs> it was freaky dicky. All right. Well, you know, honestly, that made me feel less uh, buyer's remorse. I wouldn't say I was having a lot of buyer's remorse, but the fact that you enjoyed it because you can like, no, I'm just a guy explaining to his wife what's cool about the tech, but you can watch <laughs> movies on it and you can make the screen really big. Yeah. And 3D movies are like that. Wow. Like it's it's better than 3D in a theater or any other way because it's it's actually... It can be 3D. It can like come out of the wow. screen. Wow, we are really testing the boundaries of how much stimulation we can handle, dude. Yeah, the data is to be determined. I mean, it can't be good. It there, can't there's going to be no, one's no gonna be data. Like, it was good. That was good for your brain. That was good for your neurodevelopment. I know. Lila will never. Well, you know, the next step is getting them to be like glasses. Just like sunglasses. I know. The opposite. Which is as insane as a, a computer being in your pocket. Yeah. These becoming Ray-Bans is as insane as that. And that happened. So the It's totally the opposite of like, you know, we went to Leela's school for like a parent night. 
And she goes to this beautiful Montessori school where they do these different, it's called work. It's like the work stations are different. Yeah. And so she was, she had a list of things she wanted to show us. And one of them was polishing wood and like everything in the classroom is either like wood or felt or yarn or something. Yeah. So it's, she like rolls out this leather mat (laughs) and she places everything exactly. Like she's clearly been taught exactly where everything goes on the mat. So there's like the polish, the, you know, the, um, little cloth for it, the paintbrish. And then she like goes and gets anything from the classroom because it's, it's all wood. wooden. Yeah, it's all wood. And so she gets like a little pencil, wooden pencil cup and she sits down and she's laid everything out. And then she like paints the polish on yeah. and then she cleans. And I, did you notice everything's already been polished? Because the kids are always polishing. Yeah. It was like yep. clearly thick with polish. Yeah. And then she like wipes it with the cloth. Excuse me. And then she, and then she, she like does something with the brush and she puts it all away and then puts the cloth in like a a little basket of cloths. And it was so tactical and real. And like, like also another example is the movie into great silence about the monks, which I love where you, but it was exactly like straight out of that movie where you're watching like a monk cut fabric for like 10 minutes. It's so beautiful. And it's the opposite of that. But you could watch into great silence on this and it would be pretty dope. (laughs) I'm sure it would be. Yeah. I don't know what, to me, it's just more or a, new delivery system for something we're already doing. That sound, I sound like I'm justifying, but you know, we're already watching movies. I got it because I fly too much and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm on that plane and I'm holding my phone and I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And yeah. I, like, who knows? Maybe the, maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll make flights go by faster for old Holmesy. Yeah, I'm sure it will. But it was honestly worth it just to watch you. <laughs> it was really fun. And screaming. That was so... <laughs> fun and i was that way too fun yeah for those of you listening that was me clapping by the way i just was i was watching you have that experience and that was making me giddy so what a (laughs) what a fun way to spend part of our friday thank you everybody for being here it means so much thank you for your support uh and for listening you know what i mean the support in all the ways that that means yeah you got it you got it valerie go ahead and yeah is this rushed no Feels okay? Yeah. Okay, good. And keep it crispy.